Blog Talk Radio. Hi, this is Noemi Gonzalez, and you're listening to Pam and Don. Hello, and welcome to the special edition of Christmas Movie Spotlight. I'm your host, Don Mack, and I'm here with my wonderful friend and colleague, and most importantly, my host, Pam. Hey, Pam, how are you? <laughs> I'm doing good. <laughs> Don had her coffee today. She remembered what to say. I've had more than one coffee today. Did I've you? had, gosh, probably three. I've been sitting here sipping on one while we we're doing me this. Me too. So. Me too. And I yeah, never I have drink to. coffee in the evening. Let me tell you that. Oh, I do. I can't tell you how many of these interviews is kind of like coffee is my thing. Yes. It's like, you know, maybe that's why we sound like I'm so jacked up on air. I don't know. But... <laughs> <laughs> Nonetheless, whatever people it takes, probably right? figure it's it's a sugar high, yeah, definitely. Yeah, sugar rush or caffeine mm-hmm. rush, one of the two. So yeah, so yeah. so how are you? How are things going? Ah, going good, going good. Uh, and things going with you? They're going great. Now I'm curious. I've got to ask you a question. No. When we spoke recently, <laughs> oh, I'm going to ask. I know you what made you're a comment ask. to me that your husband was outdoor putting up. <laughs> A Grinch, or was it a Grinch? Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. And yeah. I said to myself, "We're." I feel like we need to get on air so I can make an announcement. So, folks, let me just tell you, we are over halfway through the season at this point. I think there's, what, three weeks left. And Pam tells me that her husband is out putting a Grinch up outside, and he has some other things he's going to put up. And I will have y'all know that we are over halfway through the season. She's got a Grinch in her front yard, and she has yet to say bye, Humbug. Now, that is major progress. (laughs) Major progress. (laughs) It was so funny because I had no clue that he was putting up a Grinch. I thought he was just going to put up the normal stuff that he does, the lights, and he has uh, some reindeer and Santas and whatever. You know, he puts up that uh, every year. And so this year he must have went shopping and bought some new things without telling me because I'm doing my normal. I go for walks every day. I go for a couple walks. And um, so I'm taking a walk and I'm coming back around the block and I'm looking. I'm like, what is that in my front yard? It's green. I'm like, oh, no, it can't be. And then I'm up and I was like, it is. It's the Grinch. <laughs> And that's so funny to me. Like, when you told me that, I was like, that is so fitting, you know. I mean, even more mm-hmm. fitting probably a couple of seasons ago. Well, that's but it. I laughed because he should have did this how many seasons we've been doing this already. And this year I don't say bye, Humbug. And maybe, he puts one up. Maybe he decided this was the safe year. Like, he could right? do it. You weren't going to buy Humbug him to death about it kind of thing. or about. The, but I have to know, do you, do you have your tree up? Like, are you completely decorated at this point? 
No, not yet, not yet. And he did it. But he put the decorations up outside because we were having a nice day. And uh, good thing he did it that day because then the next day it was like the day he did it was fifty nine, I think. And then the mm-hmm. next day it was like twenty one for the high. Oh well. So, <laughs> yeah, it's you been kind of like to, like today. It's been really chilly here, but tomorrow it's mm-hmm. supposed to be warmer. So it's like mm-hmm. it's bipolar here in North Carolina. It just the weather can't make up its mind. You know, if it's well, if it's um what time of year it is, it's just craziness. But we'll same take thing here in Chicago. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, um, I'm happy that you have the Grinch in the yard. And, well, and, that's and not the only thing, but yes. <laughs> right. But I'm just saying that's such a staple considering what, you know, where you've been and where you are now. So it's like, mm. this is awesome. But yeah. uh but anyway, I, I'm glad to see that your Christmas decorating is coming right along. My whole house is decorated, and my neighborhood is decorating. And it's kind of reminding me a little bit of Haul Out the Holly because yeah. um, my neighbors, six of them, are going to have this big open house on uh, this coming weekend. And they're going to open their houses and let people go in and, you know, in the neighborhood and look at all their trees and decor and their lights outside. It's going to be in the evening so everybody can. And so I think the rest of the neighborhood is like, well, we're not doing that, but we're going to definitely get decorated. So it's more decorated this year than it's ever been. It's just crazy. But so I'm like, am I in a Hallmark movie right now? (laughs) I think so. So I think we need Lacey and Wes to show up and it would be perfect. But um, I know, right? But nonetheless. Well, we have got a treat for you today, folks. Um, uh, I'm telling you, when Pam and I interviewed our guest, it was just, we had so much fun speaking with her. And uh, we are so excited to bring you our special interview with the beautiful and talented Naomi Gonzalez today. And uh, Pam, she was such a delight to speak with. Absolutely loved her. I know I say that about a lot of people, but it's true. I mean... You know, when the people get to, our listeners get to hear us, they'll see how much fun she is. She's very intelligent. She's very talented. Mm-hmm. She's very positive. She's funny. So, yes, we we are going to love bringing this interview to you. And Noemi stars in Undercover Holiday, premiering Sunday, December 4th at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 Central on the Hallmark Channel. We are so excited and honored to bring your interview now with Noemi Gonzalez. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome, Noemi. We really appreciate you calling in and joining us today. I hope you've had a wonderful day. I have. Thank you so much for having me. It was wonderful, you and Pam and Dawn and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, we're Pam and Dawn. <laughs> or we also kid around and say we are known as Pawn, P A W N. That's cute. I love I love a, a name mashup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if anybody listens to our show, they know that already. So, and if they didn't yeah. hear it before, now they know. There you go. That's great. <laughs> A reintroduction is always helpful, right? <laughs> right? That's so true. <laughs> uh, well, we always start out with the same question for everybody because we get some great answers. So who or what was your inspiration to become an actress? Uh, who would essentially be uh, Selena and a personal friend named Lorelli, um, and then um, my music teacher, 
I meet my elementary school teacher and high school music teacher, the same uh, professor that went to each school. So they, without them, I wouldn't be here now talking to you, you fine people. <laughs> Aww. Aww. <laughs> well, you know, it's, and we're so glad that, that you were inspired and you became an actress because some of your work has been outstanding and Pam and I are big fans. We'll just tell you yeah. that right out of the gate. Um, and oh, one you. of the things um, that I'm curious to find out about is, is you were successful almost right out of college um, because Disney hand-selected you to be on ABC Disney Talent Showcase as a participant. And uh, what were your first thoughts when you heard you had been chosen? And uh, could you explain what that is exactly for our audience? Sure thing. Essentially, um, it was very humbling and exciting. Um, I think I had a vow when I had gotten out of college to myself that I wanted to be Benedict Wong, who people now know his name, but he's the Asian man that's in everything, but no one knows his name. (laughs) He has his privacy. (laughs) He has his privacy, but he also has his life and and is able to work and his fulfillment. And um, ultimately that's what I I was hoping for. So I, I never necessarily thought of fame, but always the work, which I think has served me. And especially from coming out of UC Santa Barbara, is where I got my Bachelor of Fine Arts in Acting, the conservatory program where I did acting movement voice every quarter, and it built up to three years until I, I left to L.A. And, and so ultimately that was the um, launching out to um, audition for things. And after maybe six months to gain my confidence for non-union work, I thought I was ready for an agent. And luckily um, an agent took me on. And that agent was a Latino-based, um, not Latino-based, but happened to be Latino and had a lot of Latino clients, a lot of Spanish-speaking clients that do Spanish commercials, and they, they, the actors can dip into both markets. And essentially, he um, submitted me, and, and most people are submitted for, this, for the ABC Disney Showcase before it was, um, you know, certain um, backgrounds. But ultimately now it's also ranges to, you know, sometimes they have a, a deaf actor on stage now or a person in a wheelchair on stage now. And, and sometimes you don't see their success until 10 years after the showcase. So I know Gina Rodriguez was a big um, bragging point at that time because she also was made through the Disney uh, ABC talent showcase. And uh, at the time she was starring in Jane the Virgin. And so ultimately I found out that thousands had I found out that thousands had auditioned and then ultimately 12 were getting in but then I realized that means six men and six women and then oh. I saw the 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 real pressure there but my my competitive BFA program year you could get cut and we ended up being a class of 12 that graduated and when we graduate we graduate with little clown noses across the stage so oh people know gosh. that we're the program <laughs> Yeah, it was so fun and cute to see that. And and we had the greatest professor that had, a, like, a Dumbledore voice. So when we came up with our noses and our cap and gowns, he, like, said, move aside to the, I don't know, the humani- humanities professor. And then he's like, Noemi Gonzalez, you know, all the classmates <laughs> that were, <laughs> that were um, in clown noses honoring the fact that we had to do clown work in Shakespeare and, and, and more. So ultimately, um I remember auditioning with, like, about 60 people. Well, first a self-tape, then, like, a, a pre-read, like a screening audition. It was, like, four rounds. And um, 
I remember there being like 60 people on a Monday. Then I get called back later that night telling me I'm going back to the Disney studio on Tuesday. Then I'm there with another 60 people and maybe 20 of the people were from Monday with me. And then I remember them saying like, we, I'm sorry, guys, you need to see work from these people at the end. And when they had me listed in that group of people, they needed to see more from. I said like, all right, this is it. Okay, I, I see it. I wasn't letting that bring me down and instead saw it as a challenge of like this is the finish line you know and and right. um ultimately as we were walking down the hall I, I looked to my right and left and I saw my good friend Julie Zahn was there saw my my good friend uh, uh David was there and, and Jim and when I when I saw that they were there I was like oh my god I think I booked this and so because they, ah. they were so they were so talented and so by the time we made it to the casting room they you know were still stoic and this is when Reps and agents and casting directors, they have fun in the you, you book the job moment. I can't tell you how many times my manager like starts low and then tells me, you booked it, and, and loves, seeing, loves to get the opportunity to, to act and uh, surprise me. So they did that to us on camera. And, Aww. you know, some people screamed, some people cried, but I said, I knew it. Like, <laughs> 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 so that's the story there. <laughs> gosh I love it oh my gosh that is so wonderful they saw your talent from the beginning and I have to say that we have seen your talent since we first discovered you in in various different projects and one of them I want to mention is because I absolutely loved your role as Suzette Quintanilla Quintanilla how you say it I'm not Mexican I can't say it no you got it right you I did? Right okay, good. Yeah, quesadilla. Quesadilla, like quesadilla. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I know some of the letters, you know, you have to, like, roll together, and some you don't say, like, how you look at them, and I don't whatever. I did. I admire, your ba- I admire your bravery. <laughs> no, I admire your bravery. Really welcoming. It's really Thank welcoming you. with a name like Noemi Gonzalez, you know? <laughs> Well, it was on Netflix, it was award-winning Selena's the series, so what did you do to prepare for the role of Suzette? I mean, drums Ooh. and everything? <laughs> mm-hmm. Let's say, what didn't I do there? I um, yep. <laughs> Luckily, I kind of somewhat prepared for the role since I was a little girl. I was very aware of the family. I grew up with them since before the movie, so I was very close to their story um, and, and following the band and Selena and the family as well, um, because I was raised Jehovah's Witness as, as Selena's family was um, attempting as much as they could, you know, continue as the Jehovah's Witnesses while they were on tour and performers. And so ultimately um, had a very strong connection and had a watchful eye. And, and so I've, I've been very, very connected to them and uh, knew the music very, very, very much. So ultimately to prepare, I had that in my spirit, in my history. And, um, I had to take drum lessons Monday and Friday for an hour, and I rehearsed every day on my own for 30 minutes, day and night, sometimes oh. before rehearsal, sometimes after as well. And I, it was really up to me because originally I had three weeks to be on camera drumming. So oh. it was very, a lot of pressure. Yes. But I, um, a wee bit. <laughs> I also, yeah. Oh, yeah. I also cut my hair. It was the waist length, so I cut my hair, permed it gained weight over the course of, of booking it um, and just really gave my heart and soul and, and image over so that I can honor this family that just giving me so much strength and inspiration. So it was, it was a real, um, real big opportunity to, to really um, 
just live in that and, and be a vessel for that. Well, you know, you have had some amazing opportunities that, you know, people can be in the business for years before they ever get so fortunate. And one of the things that I love seeing you in was the Young and the Restless playing the role of Mia Rosales. Yeah. I mean, I think that's been mm-hmm. one of my favorite characters that you've ever played. <laughs> and mm-hmm. honestly, from a fan perspective, I think Mia was a character that fans, you know, they wanted to hate, but they just loved. There was just something about her, <laughs> you know, her audacity and her, yep. her courage and her just <laughs> boldness. So what was it like playing such a dynamic character? fun it was so much fun I miss Mia sometimes you know she was so um, passionate and when you have passion uh, you know coming from a Mexican background with my Mayan and indigenous um, Aztec roots you know there's every every pyramid in Mexico has a cave underneath it there's always a duality where there's sun there's moon and and so when you have passion it's not only in the sense of romance and love and and dynamicism but also in 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 the frustration and anger you know so she mm-hmm. she was she was full spectrum in the passion of of what is needed for a soap for a romance novel that's mm-hmm. on screen almost you know so okay. i had a lot of fun you know i really appreciate these these comments because i had a lot of fun i'm a big fan of christoph waltz and his performance in um uh, sorry, Inglorious Bastards, which is just so impressive. And I really admire when you watch an actor and, like you said, you um, you want to hate them you re- or you tend to just naturally, but then also, like, when they're on, you, you know, like, what are they going to do next? And then I just really liked surprising the audience when you'd find out my why. And I, I'm from actors like Helen Mirren and Christoph Waltz. I was just talking to my friend on in, on set yesterday you know, how do you, you know, you always play the humanity of a character, but sometimes we don't always have that humanity because life has its stressors and experiences. Mm-hmm. So then, like Mia, I had to play when she would lose her humanity because she was at her limit. And so it was really fun to showcase that in a character in in this world that, um, you know, doesn't see a lot of Mexican-American women, or, or in this case, she's, me being Mexican-American women, her being a Cuban uh, woman um, from Miami. And so it was just wonderful to give that to this to this world and to have fun with the, the all the things that come with it, you know. But it was definitely, it was, it was also just a, a lot, you know. One, one Friday I'd be breaking down, and then by Monday I'm, I'm there's a resolution. <laughs> but that's, that's soap world for you, you know. That's so, we so true. Going, so, yeah, well, so and, I had and, to make sure I was good. You know, and one thing I'll say is I've been a longtime fan of that show, and we miss the Rosales family because I was so excited when I saw that Young and the Restless brought that in. They brought the Rosales family in and the many dynamics of the the family dynamics that they brought. And, And I think the reason why it was so popular with fans is because you guys that portrayed those characters were really portraying real life scenarios that everyone that was watching could relate to. And, um, and it was just such a wonderful dynamic and blend that they added in the show. And I hate it just, the only thing that was wrong with it was it ended too soon. I think there was, there was so much more story (laughs) Mm -hmm. that could have been told about the Rosales family. And, um, 
except in the short window of time. And, and I kept hoping they would just bring everybody back and it would just mm-hmm. be, here we go, you know, more of it. But mm-hmm. um, sadly it didn't. And maybe who knows what the future holds. Maybe we'll see you guys down the road again. But it was it was yeah. wonderful while it lasted. And you really nailed that character. So Yeah, thank you. I really appreciate that. I definitely, I respect it that this show has been watched since 1973 with people's grandmas. And, and, and that I had to come in and, and that's, you know, that's what I got the most. Well, I watched this every day with my mom or we were having a tough time or yep. my, you know, husband, husband, there was a husband, there was a Latino man at the Dodger stadium. I was getting, you know, a hot dog and a Dodger got dog. And he's like, are you Mia Rosales? And I wouldn't oh have very masculine man to have watched it with his wife and his, and, mm-hmm. you know, for years. And so, um, it's been an honor, and, and I'm really appreciative because I, I definitely uh, wanted to respect the fandom and the medium, and it was my first time in that world. And I, the first time, honestly, that I had a feel. I just saw the papers that I had to do every day, every week, and I told myself, you know, I'm not going to actually act this much ever again in the sense of, like, you know, doing – at the time when I joined, I was doing six episodes in four days, and, mm-hmm. and when they're on a regular – when they're on the regular schedule, it's five episodes in four days. And my storyline was, was a great B storyline with really str- a lot of strength. So ultimately I knew that the, if, if, if I do this again, it would be in the form of a feature maybe for maybe God, like if, if it's depending on the elements we're working with, it could be six months or a year and then it's done and it's behind me, but I, I could have been on the show for much longer. So to that effect, I would say, you know, I, a lot of people like to, give a review or comment when things are negative and, and a lot of people accept free research and development, free R and D on social media. And, and if you can give love to people um, or, or to subject through, you know, subject storylines, they're watching that too, you know, yeah, so mm-hmm. it'd be yeah. helpful always to consider that with your favorite um, uh, show, actors, storylines, you know, so it's something that I, I have to like, take the opportunity now to bring up, but otherwise I wouldn't have said any sooner, but it, it, watching um, culture now, it's, it's really important that we, um, as, as viewers and um, as uh, connoisseurs of different things, it's great to be positive, to reinforce something as well as critical. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. And I do a separate show from this one, a soap show where we talk about the four remaining soaps and what's going on and things that we like or we don't care for. But we always make Mm -hmm. sure that it's constructive criticism. And Mm -hmm. we try to relay that to our listeners as well, not to just go out there and attack a, a an actor or an actress on social media or the director or the producer or something because you don't like mm-hmm. something or someone. And another right. thing is not to attack the actual actress as if she's the real character. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I yeah. appreciate that. There's I appreciate two separate that. Things. That really happens. Yeah. That really happened to me. So I really appreciate oh. you, you saying that. So it was really, I, I, my, my friends and my close ones that have been following me since before, they saw a difference in my social media presence from dipping my, my toes in that, in that world and coming out of it because of that very thing that people can't separate between. Like right now I was watching The Crown, you know, being able to separate, you know, the actors versus, you know, you're watching a narrative. You're not watching a documentary. Right. You know, these aren't the actors. That's right. The actors aren't. The actors are not the character, and and we're giving you so much 
so that you can enjoy yourself and, and have a wonderful time with your mom and be like, can you believe what Mia did, you know? Yeah. So it was really uh, yeah. a challenge to, to enter this culture so strongly where people, people couldn't uh, separate. So I really, really appreciate that support. Thank you. You're well, and, and one thing that I'll add to that is that I think it's, it's it, in a way it's kind of a compliment when someone can see you in public and refer to you as your character name. Um, mm-hmm. That means that you have portrayed that character so well that it's believable for the viewer. And, right. and I think a lot of soap actors in particular, they fall yeah. into that because, you know, we see many of them in the same role for years and years. And mm-hmm. and people grow to associate with the character versus the actor or actress. Right. And so when they see them in public, they do not disconnect. They do not separate. They say, oh, there's so-and-so. And, and mm-hmm. but it can be very scary for the actual actors, you know, right. approached in such a way. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it is really a true testament to how well you've delivered that role as as an actor and for the character to to have it come off the screen in such a strong manner as it is on screen. And that's really powerful. You all are so sweet. This is so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for the enthusiasm, but it's really We're just being honest. Very wise. <laughs> Yeah, being honest and wise and reasonable and enjoyable. Like, it's just a a pleasant way to go about it, to enjoy and think about it. And it's really, really sweet. And I I really appreciate these affirmations. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you. Well, speaking of characters, which character that you've played thus far has stretched you the most as an actress? I I think Mia, I do. I really do think Mia. I think it it has to be Mia or Suzette. you know, Mia, Mia was, you know, very, very much, um, I didn't have to change much, you know, my physicality. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Um, but, you know, ultimately the range that Mia had through the brilliant writers at Young and the Restless and especially the producer at the time, Mel, being from BBC and coming over here um, to help us um, was really a big factor in, in why I was there and, and why so many of us, especially the Rosales family, was there, and and um, it really attributed to the range of me playing the comedy for you guys. Or, you know, I made a choice that you know Mia really wants to be in, so she's really refined around the other families. But when she's drinking, she like turns a little hood because yeah, hood people are also hood, hood people are also watching Y and R, you know, and. and and so it, it was really fun to to just find all the opportunities and, and find like a good um, through line and work with my, my Jordy, my, my work husband. And, and so it was, that, that was really, really, um, I really acted the most there than I think ever. And, and with Suzette, it was really about a transformation. So I think they tie in regards uh, to what has made me stretch, but in different ways. Oh, that's so awesome. And uh, and I tell you, Pam and I, we absolutely cannot wait to see you starting in Undercover Holiday because um, <laughs> I think we've seen you in other roles and we, we've yeah. seen how you portray those roles. And so um, just to see you, you know, in this movie coming up, and it's a Christmas movie and it's going to be a little different than what we've seen in you before. So it, can you share a little bit about the movie without giving too much away? Absolutely. So ultimately, it's called Undercover Holiday because I'm a pop star that just won a talent show in Los Angeles and is heading back home 
to her small town, but the label is making her have a security guard join her. Um, and that, that bodyguard um, has to not only protect me, but when I don't have another reason to tell them why he's here, because I don't want my family to stress in the holidays, I ultimately tell them he's my boyfriend. So was the undercover holiday ruse of, of, you know, trying to balance out all the perfectionism that comes with um, keeping up with the holiday and, and keeping up with um, just having uh, two different people go back home. And so much has changed and so much will change. So I get to sing in it, I get to dance in it, I get to perform and, and have a blast with Stephen Huzar, who was my wonderful co-star. And um, it's very, very cultural, and I'm very blessed for Nina and, and Jeff and Bradley, our, our writer, producer, director, and Hallmark, for, for being so um, welcoming to me and, and to all the elements that you could really feel the warmth in this. I just got done finishing, well, finished watching it this afternoon to prepare for this afternoon's interviews, so I'm really, really excited about it, and I'm really hopeful that you all enjoy this holiday story. I have no Nobody doubt that we're going to. <laughs> no, you didn't. That was great. And it's, no. it's going to be – Hallmark is having a phenomenal season, season yeah. um, so far. I mean, I think it's one of their best ever. And so when Pam and I were talking about your movie, we were like, we can't hardly wait because we know it's going to be – they're just going to knock it out of the park. Um, and they're – you know, the the stories this year are so – different from what we're used to seeing and they're so good so this yes. one sounds like it's going to be awesome um we can't wait yes thank you yeah. so much yes i love i love love singing, love this opportunity here singing and dancing i cannot wait to see this this because i love that <laughs> in movies i love it um my big thing is i love the royal movies and I love singing and dancing in movies. So this is right okay, well, going to fit right in. Let's, <laughs> let's manifest my next one that I play a, a royal movie. I'm, uh, uh, okay. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> We're putting it out there. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'll come back. I'll come back and we'll talk about that in, 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 in comparison to all the others. But, no, I'm really Absolutely. excited about yes. this one in yes. particular. So thank you for the support and, and having me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're very welcome. What would you like to say to all of your fans who support you in every project that you take on? Because I know you've got them out there. I've seen them on social media. <laughs> oh, I just took a deep breath because it's just I'm I'm so humbled and I'm just so thankful and I to you all and I and I think y'all are connected to me and uh, I really really love you and appreciate you and and I, I love that we respect one another and appreciate one another and that y'all can really grow with me and I can grow with you. You know, I'm still social media friends with some of the people that have been following me since East Los High. And, and it means a lot when someone, you know, says I've, I've known you since East Los High or solely or, oh, I, I've been watching you or someone, you know, from Canada, especially and, and France, I'd get DMs of like, I'm going to, I'm going to follow you from here on out after Young and the Restless. And they're like, I'm going to be able to say, I saw you win. And so, um, you know, I, I put a lot of thought into, um, you know, my social media or, or just my, my presence and connection. And, and sometimes uh, sometimes I, I can get a little deep, like I can be in this interview sometimes. But <laughs> it's, all, it's all so that I can um, kind of incubate so that I can give you all um, something to look forward to. And so it just it makes it 
easier for me to do that with your support and, and your strength and the love. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. And yeah. thank you so much for sharing that. And that, that's just an example of why your fans love you as much yeah. as they do. Um, well, before we wrap up, we want to do a fun little five-question lightning round. It's all Christmas-themed. Um, all right. It's basic <laughs> questions, and it's it's just a lot of fun. And we always get so many different answers. We never know what we're going to get. But uh, the first one is, what's your favorite Christmas tradition? Uh, eating tamales and pozole. <laughs> mm, yum. <laughs> that sounds wonderful. I love yeah, a bowl. Yeah, doesn't it sound just like heartwarming? Yep. <laughs> that, wow. <laughs> What is your favorite Christmas song? Oh, I mean, I end up singing it wrong. I just told someone recently that, like, I didn't grow up, you know, celebrating or watching certain content, so I mess it up all the time. But I either do two of them. I do a Christmas time all the time, and it's totally incorrect because my mom and I butcher lyrics. Um, <laughs> but that's one. And the other one is uh, Oh, yeah, Carol of the Bells. Yeah. That's right. I could do it. I could do like most of the instrumental just with the just the instrumentals because it's just so dynamic, you know. Mm-hmm. So I those two. <laughs> yeah. What is your favorite Christmas movie? The Grinch. How the Grinch Stole Christmas, starring Jim Carrey. Mm-hmm. That is a classic. And hot toddy or hot chocolate? Hot toddy. <laughs> <laughs> But with, but with tequila, but with tequila. There oh, you go. Okay. <laughs> and last but not least, white lights or colored lights? Colored lights. More warmth and color and, and yeah, variation. It's just a little warmer to me. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Wow. Well, you did it. You made it through. Yay. We thank you from the bottom of our hearts for being with us no, today. No, I thank you. Oh, you're welcome. You so we had much. so much fun. No, I'm, head, I'm, I'm heading you. off to set. I have, <laughs> I have a big, uh, I have a big number coming up right now, so I'm really appreciative of uh, this confidence boost y'all have given me. I really, oh. really appreciate it. Oh, <laughs> we believe in you. We believe in you. Just know thank that. You, Ms. Pam is done. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome, <laughs> and you have a great holiday season. Likewise. Be well, everyone. Thank Take you. Bye bye. Take care. Bye. Hey guys, don't leave us yet. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Christmas Movies. That's X M A S M U V I E S. And also like our Facebook page at Christmas Movie Spotlight. Don't forget that's spelled M U V I E S. And follow us on Instagram at Christmas Movie Spotlight. And don't forget to check out our website, ChristmasMovieSpotlight.com. That's movies with M-U-V-I-E-S, ChristmasMovieSpotlight.com. Thanks for listening. See you next week.